hope you are singing a lyric from the show and not coming at me in front of all of our podcast listeners right now. What if I told you both were true? Baby. How are you, Mikey? I'm okay. I'm feeling good. It's just it's been a week now and I have not yet seen a Facebook status of you complimenting me because you lost the competition. Do you know why? Oh, please. Please. We haven't posted the episode yet that you are speaking of. But by the time this plays, they'll they'll hear so it. So maybe then you'd have seen it or I'll put it in my Instagram story where people will actually see it. You are such a sweet talker. Just when I get angry, you smooth it over. I'm going to put a huge declaration of my love to you in my Instagram stories. It'll have happened in the past now for people listening to this. But it is, of course, because Mikey kicked my ass by one point in our epic showdown. Yeah. Once again, thank you to Quizmaster Julia. Thank you, Grandma Jules. Love you, babe. Yeah. She was she was something. So how's your week been? It has been great. I went to Target and I got ready for fall. I bought pumpkin candles. I bought pumpkin coffee. And I bought Count Chocula cereal. <gasps> That's my favorite cereal in the whole fucking world. I know. That's kind of what we first bonded over. Oh, yeah, because we met around this time. It's been a year since I've known you. Oh, my God. Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. How amazing. I know. We did it. Uh, What are we covering today? Maybe. This show. <laughs> this show is so honest, fucking weird. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I felt very scared. I felt alarmed a lot. Unsafe unhinged. So what we're covering today is the 2019 production of Toxic Avenger that happened on London's West End. So if you don't know the Toxic Avenger, it's uh, based off of this 80s cult classic comedy, which I've never seen the film, I've got to say. And it's ridiculous. And it's about this insane toxic waste superhero that comes out of New Jersey. So this English production is just so ridiculous because it feels like a bunch of English people who have have no concept of New Jersey. The accents are crazy. The accents. The material is insane. The songs are so weird. The storyline, it kind of makes no sense. No. And it's only a five person cast. It was kind of, I actually was the first show I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't high watching this because nothing is making sense. <laughs> I watched it once and I was terrified. I'm going to need you to take lead today. I'm going to like chirp in with some questions and <laughs> concerns. As the resident New Jersey, I will take yeah. the lead. But 2019, was it 2019, 2018? It was 2018. 18, I'm sorry. And to get us in the zone, I got weird facts specific to London in 2018. I'm so excited. Okay. The Oval Space held a David Attenborough-themed rave. That sounds amazing. And it was like his voice was like playing over <gasps> the speakers and there were cardboard cutouts of David At Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that sounds like the most amazing party ever. I know. Is that Jurassic Park or, or Planet Earth? That's Planet Earth. This happens every time. Yeah. Planet Earth. David Attenborough is the BBC Earth guy. Richard mm -hmm. Attenborough is the... Jurassic Park. Slash Joseph, more importantly. How could we forget? <laughs> That's probably how the resume reads. Joseph. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Would you go to that? Oh, absolutely. I feel like that is you written all over it. Yeah. I would love something like that here. What other kind of raves would you like to go to, like with a random person as the inspiration? Like the first thing that comes to my mind is Bob Ross. Ooh. Not to bring it back, but I feel like a um a David Hasselhoff rave would be fucking <laughs> insane. Cause there's so many, there's like Knight Rider 
and Baywatch and Jekyll and Hyde, which are so different themes. So I feel like there could be like a beach room and like the Knight Rider room, <gasps> and then like a scary room with like Marilyn Manson music. You just like oh. jam out with <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde cardboard cutouts all around you. Do you know? Like I've always had this weird dream of being an event planner and being a part of things like that, like creating amazing atmospheric parties. I don't see how that will ever be a viable option for me now. But um, wouldn't that be amazing to like make things like this? Well, maybe we need to make a social distancing party event planners center. Yeah, and everyone wears big costumes with parameter things around them so yeah. no one can touch you. I know we can figure something out. Our first rave is everyone's a, a hamster in a bubble. Oh, so everyone stays in a bubble. Do we supply the bubbles? Yeah, it's a very expensive event to come to because of the bubbles. Yeah, and you get like champagne, brie. Inside your bubble, you're swimming in champagne. Oh, when they move, it would like... <laughs> go all over them. I don't know. It's absorbing. I think I need to rethink getting into this uh, business. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about 2018. Okay. The uh, the infamous inflatable baby Trump flew over London. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Love that. Okay, there was illuminated slugs slimed all over the taped Britain. But like, it was like um, holiday decorations. It was a giant slug, but behind him was like lights of like slime. Wait, at the Tate, the museum? You know what that is? Oh, it's a museum. The Modern Art Museum. Okay, well, I'm not cultured like you. Someone did that on purpose? It was like, you know how Macy's, no, um, what the fuck is it? That's right by Rockefeller Center Christmas Tree. They light up, sat, no, Bloomingdale's? I don't know. I feel like it is Macy's. No, no, no. It's like they have the light show on the building. I don't think it's Saks either. None of those like exist anymore. Isn't that fucking weird that like all the department stores are closing? JC Penny. Rest in peace, girl. So no, it was like a light show. They were big. It was like a giant lit up slug. Like, oh, beautiful. they weren't real. No, oh. it was... Um... <laughs> I thought they were real slugs that were for some reason lit up. Because, you know, there are some insects that light up. Yeah, no, no. This was a light structure. It's not a glow worm situation. No. <laughs> Moving on. I'm looking that up. Another thing you should look up was a sexy Jeff Goldblum statue arrived by London Bridge. Jeff Goldblum is always sexy, so... Did you watch his Disney Plus show? No, I mean to. It's really good. It's really good. He, like, just travels the country. It's kind of like Bill Nye the Science Guy, but Jeff Goldblum. He, like, picks, like, jeans and gives you the history of jeans and how they make them. Or, like, ice cream. Like, he picks a random fucking thing and you just go into the history of it and how they're made. He's so funny. Like, it's really great. That's, like, every Everything I'm interested in. Random facts. Jeff Goldblum. I love it. I'm going to rewatch it today, I think. So a big, sexy statue of him, like, on his side with his shirt open, got erected. It's not the only thing that got erected. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I got this all from a list that was, like, crazy things that happened in 2018 in London. And I just thought that this was funny that this was the last one on the list. We got the first glimpse of Detective Pikachu film. <laughs> I know nothing about Pokemon. I've never played Pokemon, but I just think what? it's so funny. That, that was on the list of the craziest things that happened in London. That's not a specific to London thing. That was a like whole world thing. Yeah. That being said, the Detective Pikachu movie is fucking awesome. Do you love Pokemon? I love Pokemon. Wow, I've never even seen it or played oh, it. Oh, you didn't grow up singing, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Da -da. Pokemon. No. I like 90210. We're just so different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yin and yang. Well, that was 2018 in London. That pretty much sums up the whole year. Let's get into this weird, weird fucking production. <laughs> okay. It starts, 
You see, like, fog and smoke and people in boiler suits dealing with this green toxic goo. It's really quiet but spooky. And then all of a sudden, it's loud as fuck, and this song starts, and it's called Who Will Save New Jersey? I don't know why I said it like that. Who will save New Jersey? <laughs> but say it like New Jersey. Who will save New Jersey? Jersey. Jersey. Who will save New Jersey? No, that's not it. Jersey. <laughs> it's so funny because like, it's not as though your Long Island accent is that different. I know, like the balls of me. <laughs> also, this plot is very, very similar to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. See, that's something I've never seen. Are you kidding me? It just is like a little before me, you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, Vanilla Ice is in it. No, are you serious? Yes, he has a cameo. I used to watch him in The Surreal Life. Oh, that was a good show. I love Flavor of Love. Bitch, Flavor of Love and I Love New York. I Love New York! <laughs> She's an icon forever. What is she doing now? She had her own interview show and she pops up all the time on like random things. Like she'll be a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. I feel the zeitgeist keeps her alive because we all love Right. One of our sponsors, New York. We love her. Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> fucking love you, girl. Yeah. Okay, so this is the opening song. It tells you all about what's been going on in this place called Tromaville. It is a place in New Jersey that is all this toxic waste. Global warming is going on because of it. Like, it's exacerbating it. And it's a crazy opening number. There's a nun. Who's kind of just like Sister Robert Ann from Nonsense. Yeah! <laughs> I was like, is it Robert Ann? <laughs> and this, for some reason maybe because it's the opening song this is the song where i'm like their accents are out of control out of control it doesn't sound new jersey at all they keep pronouncing really strongly all the consonants in the middle of a word they're like the garden state yeah we say garden the garden state i kind of wish they just used their english accents i think that would have been funny imagine right I, I don't know and they keep saying new jersey instead of jersey is a z yeah it's a z they do a good job they fucking set it up you're like we need a hero we need a hero. And who comes in? His name is... Melvin. Melvin Ferd the Third. He kind of looks like Napoleon Dynamite. And they're all like, you, you're gonna save it? Also, there's a lot of ad-libbing in this show. They break the fourth wall a bunch, but they've made them appropriate for their London audience. So they're super different from the ones that happened in New York and New Jersey when this originally started the show. One of the first changes I realized that is so English is the fact that they say there's a woman outside the theater that has ketamine for everyone. If that's not the most fucking English thing, all of my English friends do ketamine all the time. I don't even know what that is. That's fucking horse tranquilizer. Oh shit. And it's like a party drug. I wish I had one for this episode, to be honest. <laughs> Wouldn't you be afraid to take that? Baby, you know what? No. Like, I experiment, but horse? It's for a horse? Girl, no. Well, maybe don't take the whole one. Take a half and wait an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say for everything. Just wait an hour. Okay, you heard it here first. Mikey's gonna try ketamine. Can I talk about the elephant in the room for a second before we move on? I don't know where the elephant is, so I'm here for it. I think the women in this production are wonderful. I think the gentleman who plays Melvin is great. I need to talk about these two ensemble men. Please. I try to find positive things in every situation. Yeah, you're so positive. <laughs> <laughs> but I really can't stand these two men. <laughs> 
there's so much. They're at a 10 always. They're just screaming. All their characters are exactly the fucking same. It's just them like the whole fucking time. I think they took fucking Canamilol, whatever the fuck it's called. Like they're on something. If anyone's listening, you have to at least watch the first number to see these two men and how they are. It is pretty crazy as well because there's five people in the cast all together and you have the two main characters, the couple, and then the other three people play multiple roles. The other woman plays maybe three roles and she is fucking killer. But then these two men, they're basically like, if you've ever seen the 39 Steps that play, they're like the two clowns that play like a hundred roles and they're just constantly doing different characters. You don't agree with me a little bit that it's too much. No, I see what you mean. Sometimes less is more. I do like that I can't stop looking at them. I'm engaged and some characters are more successful than others. All right, I just I just had to express that. Okay, I'm ready to move on. Can I say though also, those two guys, their characters are white dude and black dude. That's what their characters are called. Oh, really? I looked it up. No, because I was like, how would I talk about like these ensemble members and they're billed as white dude and black dude. So going forward, I may refer to them as that. But um, I have we- I have mixed feelings on that. What if an Asian guy wants to get in on that? That is kind of weird. Yeah, do they change it to Asian guy? I don't know. It's quite odd. So they set the scene. This is what's happening. Melvin's going to try to come and save the day. And he realizes there's a ton of toxic waste and it's from this one corporation. He wants to deal with that one corporation. But he has all this other shit going on. Like these bullies come in and they're just beating the shit out of him. I don't get why they have different colored varsity jackets on. Yeah, wouldn't they be on the same team? I don't know that English people get what varsity jackets are about. That's <laughs> It's your school colors. If they're on the football team together, it's the same colors. Two kids from different teams wouldn't be hanging out together. No, and they're literally later on, they're like, we're on the blah, blah, blah football team, Tromaville. This show's bonkers. We meet Sarah, his love interest, who is a blind librarian, who's a funny ass bitch. This girl is really fucking funny. I think she's my favorite. She wants to write a book. That's like her dream. For Oprah's book club. <laughs> she loves Oprah. Who doesn't? Um, so Melvin goes to the library because he wants the town records. And he bumps into Sarah. And that's when we find out he loves her. She feels his face and she doesn't think he's attractive. I didn't like that. Don't you feel it's very she's all that though? It's like he has yeah. glasses and a wig. Yeah. Chiseled yeah, yeah. jaw, bright blue eyes, great bone structure. I was like, as if she's feeling that face and saying he's ugly. Just what you needed, another crush. <laughs> Not for the Toxic Avenger. I mean, I love a she's all that moment. Yeah. I love when she's all that when they all do the choreographed dance to the Funk Soul Brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook, where is she? I always wonder that. She was like the hot girl of my childhood that I wanted to be. I loved mm-hmm. her. Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah, she guest starred on Dawson's Creek for a little bit. That was huge. Oh, shit. All right. He figures out who owns this company that's polluting. And it's owned by the mayor, (gasps) who is played by this other female cast member, who is my favorite. She slays. She's gorgeous. She comes in dressed like Jessica Rabbit. All red, including this terrible wig, but I'm here for it. You can tell this girl is a dancer because every pose she hits, you're like, fierce, sick. We'd love to see it. She sings a song called Jersey Girl, where she's just kind of having a threesome with these executives that she's getting kickbacks from for polluting the state. (laughs) 
And it's like this weird money obsessed threesome where there's like a Bukaki moment. There's like a Eiffel Tower moment, but she's fucking one of the guys. It's so weird. <laughs> and did you notice there were so many dick jokes? So many. And like when she starts singing the song, he like kind of starts rubbing his dick. And I'm like, is that on purpose? Like I was so confused with the first one. Literally every character like feels themselves up in this show as well. Even the female characters like rub one out randomly. There's tons of dildos. This show is really sexual. So much dick humor. I am not classy. I love a dick joke. I love a fart joke. Yeah. It's who I am. It's because I'm from New Jersey. So the mayor hires thugs to attack Melvin because he knows too much. So she sends, it's like Bugo or, and Slugo or something. Slugo and Bugo or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gives them cocaine as an incentive to beat him up. I was like, oh, shit. Those boys are already on horse tranquilizer. They don't need <laughs> cocaine. They're fine, Madam Mayor. So they sing this song called Get the Geek, which is kind of a fun song. Like, I jam out to this and it's them trying to attack him. They throw him in toxic waste. Poor Melvin. I'll give it to them. They had that funny moment when the one bully was like, let's let him go. And the other one was like, he meant let's let him free. And the other guy let him go into the chemical. And he's like, no, I meant let him free. Yeah, give respect where it's due, Mikey. No one could say you're not fair. Yeah, that's all I can ask. So they throw him in the toxic waste. And then all of a sudden, Sarah, the blind girl, is there at the toxic waste establishment. I don't get where they are that then she just wanders in. Yeah. What is she doing there? Are they at a plant? Is this? There's no rhyme or reason with the show. So she gets there and like she's just like la 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 la. And the bullies are like, oh great, a chance to rape. Yeah. A chance to assault a woman. But then the toxic avenger comes out of the toxic waste to save the day. He kind of looks like Flubber grown up. Yeah. And on meth. I really thought that he was going to fall into the vat of chemicals and it was going to be like she's all that and he was going to be hot. <laughs> so I was really surprised when he came out like a monster like that yeah he's bright green one of his eyeballs is hanging out his brain is oozing he's really muscly though and apparently his dick got big like at one point he checks his <laughs> yeah. dick and he's like woo <laughs> yeah another dick joke they love dick jokes we love dicks we yeah. love dicks. So Sarah passes out because she's like, whoa, holy shit. And then Melvin, as Toxic Avenger, beats the shit out of the bullies. It's the song called Kick Your Ass. This is a terrible song. It's like, I'm going to kick, 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 kick your ass. It's going to be a blast kicking your ass. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Not my favorite song in the bunch, but I love how fucking weird it is because he's beating the shit out of them. He pulls one's arm off. He rips the intestines out of another one and like plays the bass with it. And then at one point he beheads one of them at the very end. But the head that they come out with, like a fake prosthetic head, of course, it doesn't really look like the guy that's in the show. It kind of looks like Neil Patrick Harris's head. Yeah, it looked like a prop piece from How I Met Your Mother. We're all about recycling here. Right, recycling friendly. <laughs> I do have in my notes, I just turned the page and it says, checks his own cock. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, and at the end of this song, he does the wicked riff. He does like, 
We get yeah. it. He's green. Right. He takes Sarah home and she's like, wow, you saved me. I'm in love. And she's in love with the fact that he didn't use violence, even though he did. Those two bullies are dead, but she doesn't realize that. But wouldn't she recognize his voice? Like his voice isn't different. He's not doing a like a Batman voice. You would think too, as a blind person, that she would have better- Stronger senses. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, it's Melvin. Yeah. Because he sounds exactly the same. He just makes this big sound. Oh my God. Did you ever see Lestat when it was on Broadway? No, I know random songs from it, but I've never seen it. This is the Anne Rice vampire musical. By Elton John and Tim Rice. An epic flop. I forget the story, but for some reason he he killed wolves and drank wolves' blood. And like every now and then over the speakers, you'd hear wolf killer. And like certain parts of the show, like if they were changing the set, you just hear that. And that's what this roar was like. I'm shook that you saw Lestat. I think it was the only show I ever left. I always loved that song. I want more. I want more. I was just going to say that. Like, it's so good. Let's produce it. Let's produce only Broadway flops. High Flying Adored presents a Zoom reading of Lestat. <laughs> we should fucking do that. Guys, if you would be into this, please message us. Let us know. Because <laughs> I will do anything if one person is watching. <laughs> Truly. She feels his face now. No, she doesn't yet. Oh, he won't let her. He won't let her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I have to tell you something. Fuck, I'm toxic. She thinks that's like a French name. She thinks he's a hot French guy. So she sings this song, My Big French Boyfriend, which I fucking love this song. And I have to say, she sings her face off. I think she acts the shit out of it. She's really expressive with her voice. And her final note is sick. But we have the two male ensemble members coming in as her two best friends, Diane and Shaniqua. Oh my God. The black dude looks incredible. His legs and ass, I could not stop staring. And he's also quite a great dancer. So I was like, wow, work, honey. But they look like they're having so much fun with it. I have nothing to say about them. (laughs) (laughs) And in her last note, she's singing into her vibrator. But it took me about five times watching this to realize it was a vibrator. Like I, I thought it looked like a flashlight at first. Like if the joke was that she's singing into this vibrator and then her friends realize and they're like oh honey let's take this away and um give her a hairbrush and then she's like oh whoops it should have been like a more obvious dildo to me is that just me i don't even remember the dildo to be honest because it didn't really look like one it was one of those like big bullet ones i'm like jerking off the air no one can see but i'm like i'm talking with my hands (laughs) are we having dirty video facetime right now This Jersey girl is reminding you to turn off the Bruce Springsteen, the Bon Jovi, the Sopranos, and take a nice long hit. And vote to legalize it next time, guys. Jeez. So now Melvin is known as Toxie because that's what Sarah is calling him because she thinks his name is Toxic. And it's just Toxie being like, thank God she's blind because she's falling in love with me. And then it's the mother number? Yeah. Okay. Maybe all I wrote was, oh, here's the mother number. I kind of zoned out. That's all I have to say about it. So maybe you'd like to expand a little. <laughs> Toxie's mom is played by the same woman who plays the mayor. She's really not fucking phased that he's a mutant. She just like takes him to the doctor. The doctor's like, take him to a scientist. And then the scientist is like, the only thing that will kill him is common household bleach. Okay, will you help me try to remember what this note is? Are you ready for this? Ready, ready. I wrote, the doctor came in, question mark, question mark. He's a disappointment? 
question mark, question mark. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? The doctor and the scientist and the mother are all calling him a disappointment. It wasn't his fault. I know. I think the mom is saying it because she's like, oh, you're such a mess. You always do this shit to me, Melvin. Oh, I just want grandchildren. Oh, fuck. The hers makes sense. And then the doctor is like, he's a disappointment. I don't really get why. Maybe it's not something the doctor can fix. And then maybe the scientist says he's a disappointment because bleach will kill him. And that's pretty lame. I don't fucking know. I'm I'm grasping at straws. There's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> we just got to move on, I think. <laughs> I keep thinking how awkward it must be for the guy playing Toxie to have to dance and do all these things in that fucking costume and that mask. I would be claustrophobic yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it doesn't look comfortable no. or easy to perform in. Have you ever had to perform in anything like really constricting and terrible like that? One time I had to wear a big mustache, but it was just itchy. <laughs> you look good in a mustache, though, I feel. No, but this was like to try to age me. How old were you supposed to be? Like, I was supposed to be like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I put white on the side of my head, too. Wow. It was like summer socks. I was like... When in Rome. We working what we got. So Taxi goes to Sarah, and she made him French mm -hmm. toast. She's fucking funny pronouncing these French words. Yeah, she's really good. He looks through her drawings as well, which my first question is... Why is she drawing? I'm sure there are blind people that draw, but like, it's not a part of the story at all. They never mention like, oh, she's an artist. And they're like beautiful drawings. But of course there's a dick drawing. I actually wrote down, these people are more obsessed with dicks than we are, meaning you and I. They deserve an award for that. Like another dick joke. They love dicks. She puts on this feathery negligee so they can have tea together. And, and they just kind of like have their first date. And then they have this love duet that I actually fucking love, which is hot toxic love yeah this is the only this and the bitch 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 one are the only two like i've left like oh i would listen to those two again i loved this one i love that they attempt to do this like dramatic love ballad together and they try to do all of these dance moves but he's a mutant and she is this goofy blind girl that there's like all these random moments that are just like a mess like all these dance moves that are so awkward this is a moment where i'm like if they were laughing during this i get it right yeah it was definitely my favorite song thus far back to dicks but there's a moment she feels his dick and is like oh shit wow and i do like that moment back to dicks it always comes back to that, doesn't it? The phrase for the Toxic Avenger is, are you obsessed with dicks? Yeah. Come see the show. Like dicks? We have a show for you. <laughs> so then he has a confrontation with the mayor. Toxie's been killing polluters. He's been trying to clean up the town his way. Right. And the mayor is trying to get her underling to shoot him. But then she realizes that Toxie doesn't die from bullets because they've shot him and he's fine. Just bleach. <laughs> this show's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like this next song, Legend of the Toxic Avenger? No. I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. This like weird folk singer comes out. Is this the beginning of act two? Is this where the second act starts? I don't fucking know. Look. Maybe. This song is the, my least favorite song. You don't like that he has the same wig on that Christina Aguilera wore in Lady Marmalade? That's the only thing I enjoyed about it. <laughs> Why does he look like that is my question. It's the white dude and he comes out as a folk singer, but he doesn't look like a folk singer. Like to me, I think of Joan Baez. Bob Dylan. They were like earthy people. They didn't look like fucking D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. What the fuck is this look? Maybe <laughs> nothing in this show makes sense. Like he's in the ensemble of um, Rock of Ages. That's exactly what he looks like. The townspeople have grown to love him because he's actually like saving everyone. It's literally zero to hero. Yeah! 
<laughs> I love Zero to Hero. I love running to that song. Yeah, it's a good one to run to. There's a moment where um, the mayor comes out and tries to fight him, but she has a dildo in her hand. Oh, my God. And that's the dildo that I think should have been in Sarah's song, Big French Boyfriend. But then um, the mayor comes in and tells him to shut the fuck up, which is pretty funny. And she says something about fucking overacting. Were you vindicated by that? And I clapped. Yeah, I was like, exactly. You were like, finally. Exactly. Someone fucking said it. Yeah, yeah, it was the first time I applauded. This next song is one of my favorites. It's the mayor going to the scientist, and this is called Evil is Hot. She's seducing the scientist to find out how to kill Toxie. I love the song. Yeah, I have written down, have you seen him, big boy? And then next to it, oh my God, another. (laughs) So it must have been another (laughs) dick joke. Yeah, I guess that whole thing is kind of about dicks. At one point, she does a split on his dick. Yeah, she's really fucking good. There's definitely a need for a costume change then, because then we have the white dude coming out as kind of a Latin Liberace, I guess. And he does a reprise of Who Will Save New Jersey. But he's like, no, Jersey. And he flirts with an audience member. He he talks about seeing him on Grindr. I would be so uncomfortable if I was one of those audience members. I'd want to <laughs> die if they were talking to me. Truly, the best song of the whole thing is about to happen. Oh, yeah. Toxie's mother is at the salon and the mayor is coming in to talk to her about Toxie because she finds out that that's her son and she wants to, you know, kill him. Apparently the mayor stole Toxie's mother's husband away, Toxie's father. Like she seduced him, stole him away and ruined him is what she says. So like, wow, interesting backstory. Mm. Tell me more, except they don't. I don't even remember that. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds interesting. Toxie's mother is freaking out because she doesn't want to see the mayor. So she runs into the supply closet. So it essentially makes this amazing opportunity for this actress who plays both the mother and the mayor to have a duet with herself. And it's probably my favorite in the whole thing. It's so fucking cool. And she'll like do a little bit of a mother part and then run behind the curtain and come out as the mayor. And then at the end, she has like, how do you even explain it? Like half and half. She's split down the middle and half of her is the mom and half of her is the mayor so she jumps from profile to profile playing each character i wonder if david hasselhoff watched that in preparation for <laughs> jekyll and hyde this is the female version of confrontation from jekyll and hyde and it's sick i would have so much anxiety with the amount of quick changing she's doing in this oh yeah i'm one of those people who like have to change like my pants in a show and i'm like i need help i need <laughs> can someone's could someone zip me? <laughs> like that person. Oh my God. The panic is very real during a quick change. So I, I get know. it. As Toxie's mother, she has this deeper voice. And then as the mayor, she fucking wails and belts. She goes like up an octave. So she'll just like come out of the supply closet and like fucking wail. And you're like, this bitch is sickening. I love her. Huge fan. Give her an Olivier. Golf claps. This next song kind of comes out of nowhere to me, and it's called Choose Me Oprah. Once again, Sarah's dream is to be an author, and she feels like the only way to be a successful one is to get on Oprah's book club list. But it's so random and so sexual. I like her, but this was not my favorite song. Were you dying, though? Because it's a different costume than we're used to seeing her in at the start. But she looks like she has a fat suit on. So you know there's about to be a costume change. Right, right. And then, you know, Shaniqua and Diane come out. They just, like, pull it apart. 
She has this huge sequin thing on underneath. I love a quick costume change, but the whole idea is that you don't see it coming. <laughs> There's nothing subtle about this one. <laughs> and it's just her being like, fuck me, Oprah, please, I want to be on your book list. It's really fucking random. It's so strange. So then she also, you know, still really wants to fuck Toxie, but shit is going down because the mayor is freaking out. She puts the town under martial law and tells everyone to bring their bleach to her because she's like, I'm going to kill Toxie. Damn, she's had enough. I also have something about she thinks he's gay because he watches Glee. LOL, LOL, <laughs> That's the first criteria for being gay. Do you watch Glee? <laughs> Did I watch Glee? No, I'm just saying like, if you're gay, oh, like oh, that's, oh, that's oh. the way to tell. <laughs> Do you see how excited I got? Like ready to talk Glee? <laughs> like I just perked up. <laughs> okay, so Toxie runs. The mayor runs into Sarah's place looking for him with a cop and lets Sarah know everything about him. She's like, oh, the person you've been hanging out with, he's a mutant and he's killed people and he returns and comes clean. They bond over this. He finally lets her feel his face mm -hmm. and she seems cool with it. And then what happens? He tells her he's Melvin. And then she dumps him. She's like, you could be a rotting pile of pus. I'm okay with that, but you can't be that other nerdy boy. Yeah, what a terrible, like, what is her problem? I would almost rather she was like, oh, your face is disgusting. I'm good. It's yeah. so much worse that she's like, oh, I was cool with this, but you're that nerdy boy that liked me and and I'm just not here for that. Which like I kind of get, but at the same time, it's fucking rough. And man, he doesn't take it well. It makes him go off the rails, the rejection. That's toxic masculinity. That's the real toxic, not Avenger. Oh. That's what this is about. He can't deal with being turned down. Oh my God. He can't deal with being friend zoned like a fucking incel. He murdered birds and old women. Like he killed them. <laughs> he just murdered them. <laughs> yeah. He kills this old lady who's trying to throw her recycling into the goo, into the toxic goo. And then this couple comes up that's supposed to be Brad and Janet from Rocky Horror. Oh, I didn't get that. Their names are Brad and Janet and they keep saying, damn it, Janet. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't really get why. By this point of the evening, I was, uh... <laughs> He tapped out. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so he like almost kills them, but then he realizes like, oh no. And then he's like, wait, what the fuck have I done? And he sings, you tore my heart out, which is like sensey soft boy ballad. Yeah, he's not in a good place. Let's just say that. We all have a hard time after a breakup or a rejection, but you don't kill birds or old ladies. Yeah, you, know? you don't kill birds. What are your like breakup go-tos? I like to um, watch TV shows, <laughs> listen to music and eat fun food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me meet a bunch of other people, you know, like, oh. let me swipe right, swipe left on some people and get some attention. Just get out there, Toxie. You get right back on the horse. You get right back yeah. on the horse. Yeah. I need to heal. I need time to heal. <laughs> I need to reflect on what happened. I need to get real drunk, real high and just like party. I want to travel. I want to do things. I suppose none of these things are possible in 2020. But Toxie, he was living in 2018. He could do it. Yeah, he didn't handle it well. So Sarah is commiserating with her friends at the Hamilton Cafe and it has the Hamilton logo. Oh. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> is there a Hamilton, New Jersey? I think there might be. But they're not there. They're in Tromoville. <laughs> like that's not, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> if you huh. look back on the menu behind them, all the coffees are like coffee puns of musicals. What is the example of that? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I can't think of any now. Fuck. Hot coffee if you can get it. No, I don't know. Like Annie, get your coffee. Yeah, but like better. They did better. Uh, oh, 
I'm... Starlight Espresso was one. Oh, okay, cool. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> belittle your coffee pun. It's fine. We could talk about it when we start recording. <laughs> Toxie's mom comes in and is like, oh, I know you. My son's in love with you. And she tells her, don't worry about him because, well, first she tells him he killed an old lady. And then she tells her, all men are freaks. Toxie's not bad. And you gotta love your freak. I do like this song. <laughs> I was clapping. It was a good song, but the show's a little long and they could have cut out her thinking he's a monster just for the next song to be like, love your freak and go to him. She could have just loved him there and we could have kept it moving a little. But no, this is her character development. This is her arc. Oh, I guess I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, that's what she, her book is called All Men Are Freaks. Oh, yeah, that does ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey! <laughs> that green slime might have turned him into a monster, but this green nug has turned me into an angel. Take a hit. Treat yourself. So men are freaks. She realizes she got a lover freak, but then the mob song, the Kill the Beast song happens. It is very Kill the Beast of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The height of drama. Toxie trying to not get killed. It's the mayor trying to kill him. It's Sarah trying to save him. The ensemble members are like townspeople and the police. And then <laughs> it ends so strangely. <laughs> I uh, This part. <laughs> This part. The mayor's trying to kill Toxie with fucking bleach because he killed the old lady. And then Sarah's like, wait, I know that old lady. She was part of a child sex trafficking ring. What? What? (laughs) What? 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 So then they're like, it's okay you killed her. She was a monster. She was a real monster. Out of nowhere. But he still just like got lucky that she was a bad person. He still just killed a person not knowing anything about her. Yeah, he like randomly killed an elderly woman. Like, he got lucky, but it doesn't mean it was like, oh, oh, it's okay you did that. So Sarah shoots the mayor. The mayor's death is mm-hmm. sick. It's this black swan interpretive dance. She loses her wig. She does the evil witch cackle. She's awesome. Was the gun violence a little too much for yeah. you? When the band member took out his gun and, and like shot her in the yeah. head? Well, because it was like her death was really long and ridiculous. And she's like wailing and carrying on. And then one of the band members shoots her and it ends really quickly. The whole show is so ridiculous and like over the top. I wish I used like sillier guns or made it sillier. Yeah. Instead of like really like shooting them in the fucking head. I was like, Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> and when you have other moments that are really violent, but they're goofy, it works. Because you have like Toxie ripping people's intestines out and you're like, yeah, that's fine. Because it's so not realistic and it's fucking crazy. And they're dancing and singing during it. But yeah, no, I totally get you. So the mayor is dead. Toxie's been hit by bleach. He's dying. Sarah kisses him. And then the scientist returns and he says the only way Toxie will live is if he drinks the grossest shit ever. They have him drink water from the River Thames in London. But the white dude takes out a condom of cum. Oh my God. After they say, oh, I know water from the River Thames in London. And then he's like, oh shit, and puts it back in his pants. Too much. (laughs) Look, and you know I'm not, like, oversensitive. I watch Rick and Morty. Like, I love all that shit. But that's fucking disgusting. I'm 99% positive when they did this in New York and New Jersey, it was the Hudson River was what the water they used. 
Had to be. Yeah. <laughs> Toxie comes back to life. Sarah's like, will you marry me? He says, yes. It's a happy ending. But then Toxie, when he was dead, he like saw the light. He had a vision that he needs to stop climate change. And now he has a mission. And he has the right to kill all the polluters with glee. He's like, if they pollute, I'll rip their fucking arms off. And he says, make America green again. Which we can get behind that. We get the finale song, which I do love. Yeah, and they have a baby. They do. <laughs> the finale's called Brand New Day in New Jersey because now Toxie is the new mayor. Or is he the governor? Baby, I couldn't tell you. I know he had a baby. I wrote I wrote that down. <laughs> and Sarah has a book <laughs> called... Men are Freaks. And it's on Oprah's book list. Mm-hmm. And then um, they have this baby. The baby's scary. How do you even explain it? Like <laughs> It's like a puppet that doesn't even vaguely look human. No. Which just makes me think, like, what was her pregnancy like? What is his sperm like? I'm actually kind of glad we missed that portion of the story. I'm kind of glad they skipped ahead. <laughs> That's the ending. It's a happy ending. It's just so goofy and weird, and it ends, like super upbeat and optimistic and that's that and that's that and look this may not be my favorite show i may not rewatch it again like i did joseph but i get why people love it i get why it has like a cult following i can see why there's certain people who are so like into it, it does make sense as well that there would be an english production because the english are so into camp even in their television they love embracing campiness and breaking the fourth wall and all these things and this is a show that so much of that is written into it and it, it has so much potential and is so goofy and funny but it's also fucking weird so it's a fine balance but i'm pleased that this is so available to us again this was on broadway hd which i fucking love my broadway hd subscription i'm obsessed we love broadway hd it's like the easiest thing ever to just like pop one of these on and just giggle and laugh and even if it's not like your favorite thing in the world you're like i'm seeing theater right now i wouldn't have seen should yeah. we play fuck mary kill fuck yeah. mary kill the folk singer with the christina aguilera wig shaniqua and the nun at the beginning oh my god kill the fucking folks <laughs> like as fast and quickly as possible I, I i don't think i could be married to a nun i i i, I guess i'd fuck sister robert ann who we, ne- <laughs> who we never see again after the opening and i'd marry um whoever the third Shaniqua. one was i'd marry Shaniqua. she looked great in that skirt yeah okay i'm gonna do a hard one good for you. okay i know if i put toxic avenger in you're just gonna fuck him so i can't put him in because it'll be too easy <laughs> Kill fuck Mary. Okay, since you love her, I will do the mayor, the mother, and Sister Robert. I would marry the mayor. I would also fuck the nun like you. Yeah. (laughs) Why are we nun fuckers this episode? I don't know. I'm so sorry, but I'd kill the mother. I, I, you know, I don't have a MILF thing. And I zoned out for most of her stuff. (laughs) Well, and she like wears a moo moo. Like no one wants to fuck that. It's too much. All right, baby, we got through this one. What it? What a. It was something else. That's all I'm going to say. I say watch it, guys. This is a really funny, goofy watch. It's like two hours of watch insanity. It. You won't be bored. You, you won't be bored. <laughs> you won't be bored. She's right. I'll give her that. <laughs> uh, please rate and review us. Also, check out the Instagram. Hi, flying adored with no G. Engage with us on there. Tell us some shit. Yeah. Email us with any suggestions, anything you'd like to see that we can find. And, you know... Just keep chilling, really. Just keep chilling. Just keep chilling. We love you. We love you. Hi. 
High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's produced by us, Grace and Mikey. Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming this on. While you're at it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G. Email us at highflyingadoredpodcast at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you.